0: Consider one verse in the twenty-second chapter of Proverbs. One verse in the twenty-second chapter of Proverbs, and I love to feel God's presence. How many can just sense His presence right now? Who ever been in a dead church? And you couldn't sense the presence of God. So it's a blessing to be able to feel. The spirit of God. Amen. Well, Proverbs 22 and 19. Ready? Reading from uh, New King James Version. So that your trust. May be in the Lord. I have. Instructed you today, and notice the emphasis even you again, so that your trust may be in the Lord. I have instructed you today even you. The implication of the verse is that the person that was given instructions was purposely instructed. Wasn't just Giving the person information. We're not just trying to impress the person with words, but the one that gave the person instruction was fulfilling purpose. And the one that was receiving instructions was receiving his or her purpose. And based upon the text and and all that I have said thus far, my subject this morning, purposely instructed, purposely instructed and we're going to give God praise before we go any further. (laughs) A significant word in Proverbs 22 and 19 is trust. One antithesis of trust is despair. When you're in despair, you're you in a state of, of wonder, a state of hopelessness, and you're primarily in a state of despair because of uncertainty. You're wondering how it's going to turn out. And so one minute you're you're happy because you feel like it's going to turn out all right. But then the next minute you're not happy because you done looked at another side that seems like it's not going to work in your faith. You're uncertain. You're trusting in what you feel. Trusting in what you see. And, and as a Christian, you can't trust in what you see. You just can't trust in what you see. Or you can't put all of your trust in what you see. Because 2 Corinthians 4 and 18 tells us the things that we see are temporary. This is not going to last. It it looked good, but it's not going to last. You have to be to the point to where If you're going to trust, you don't base your trust just on what you see, even though it looks good for a moment. As a child of God, you have to trust in God, point blank. That's the reason 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says... That we walk by faith and not by sight. Because what I see may change. But faith which is connected to God will never change. Because God changes not according to Malachi 3 and 6. That's a powerful verse. I am the Lord. I change not. I'm I'm the same today as I was yesterday. And I'm not going to become different tomorrow because I change not. I don't change. You you don't want to be the antithesis or opposite of trust or be a person of uncertainty. You want to be certain when it comes to things. You want to be certain when it comes to your life. And the only way you can be certain is to put your trust in God. Because you can trust your husband to a certain... I was hoping y'all was going to help me finish that. Let me try it one more time. You can trust your husband to a certain... You can trust your wife to a certain... You can trust your preacher to a certain... You can trust your doctor to a certain. See, because we mess up when we put all of our trust in certain folk. I I was talking to a man this week, and I could tell that his, his trust, all of his trust was in the words of the doctor. I could tell it. You you've been around somebody, you could tell that all of that trust was in the doctor. Wasn't no question about it. All of that trust was in the doctor. We, we were talking, we, we were talking, and, and this is what he said to me. He, he said, well, my relative just got the word from the doctor that there's nothing else can be done For her. Nothing else can be done for her. And I said I said to him, I said, Well, you know, the Bible says basically that God has a final say. That's the reason he's deemed the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Well God gave the doctor the knowledge. And so the doctors say, ain't nothing else can be done. And so I said again, God has the final say. I said, have you not read in Hebrews 9? Well, it is once appointed for a person to die. I said, understand this. God is the one with the appointment. Yeah, but the doctor say there's nothing else he can do. So we are preparing for her transition. His complete trust was in the words. Of a professional. I hit him three times with the word. I didn't tell you about the other one. I just gave you two of them. Didn't penetrate. He held on to what the doctor. Had said. And believed what came from the tongue. Of the doctor. And I couldn't help but. Consider Proverbs 18 and 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue of what is being said. Get this though. And he that uses it or receives it shall eat the fruit thereof. He had just accepted the words of a person. As if that person had the final say, and I, I, I even told myself, "Look, I done not heard the doctor say a number of times that it ain't nothing they can do." But the person not live leave the doctor. <laughs> Case in point, my father. I know at least three or four Christmases they had gave him up, but he kept living until he got saved, and then he was saved for. Uh, a good while and then God took him. God has the final sight. But, but you have to make up in your mind who you gonna trust. You need to have certainty in something and somebody. And, and the certainty that we need to have as Christians needs to be in God and in that which pertains to God, specifically the written and revealed word. Why trust in God? Because according to Hebrews 6 and 18, he can't lie. It's impossible for God to lie. I used to just quote that until I started experiencing it. God would tell me something that was going to happen. And, and if somebody else would have told me, I would have called them a liar. You ever had that happen? God tell you something that, that's going to happen. It, it sounds so incredible. If it was somebody else, you would have told me, you lying, man. But God back up what he said. I said, God back up what he said. God will tell you something that your eyes have not seen, that your ears have not heard, and then back it up. That's the reason we get from him there is nothing too hard for him. There is nothing impossible when it comes to him. He can do anything save fail. And so we need to put all of our trust in him. Never accept somebody else's word as the final say. Always let God be true and every person a liar. Notice what Proverbs three and five says. Go down. Our theme scripture. Proverbs three and five. And six. But my focus is primarily on five. Ready? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Your heart in one sense represents your choices. Another sense your mindset. Trust in the Lord when it comes to all your choices. To all your thinking. Lean not. Until your own understanding. Well, the doctor said that's your understanding that the doctor has a final say. Don't lean to that. Well, I got bad credit. Hey, that's your understanding. Bad, bad credit can stop you from getting it, but don't lean to that. Trust God with all your what? Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. What should I do God what should I say? Where should I go? In all your what? Acknowledge who? What are you going to do? Direct your path. How are you going to direct me? Directly and indirectly. The MC can be up talking and give her testimony, just like we heard Minister Florence, and you know, oh, that's what I need to do. There go your path right there. He shall do what? I said he shall. do what? shall connotes a promise now when it comes to promises in reference to God 2 Corinthians 1 and 20 says all of the promises of God in him are yes. and said, to your neighbor if God said, it, God said he'll it. it he'll do it he'll bring it to pass Preach to somebody if God said He'll do it. And tell him, and I'm gonna tell you why. He's not a man that he should lie, not the son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it? And will he not make it good? Whoa, look at somebody and tell him, can't Nobody, nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like somebody over here done got happy tell one more person can't nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like Whoa, i gotta turn in victory because can't nobody do me like jesus i gotta leap for a little joy because can't nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do me like jesus Don't look like it's gonna work out. That ain't what my God said. Well I what did your God say? All things work together for the good to those that love him, to those that are the call according to his purpose. When it don't look like it's gonna work out, you gotta check your connection. And if you're connected to your God, if you're connected to the One that said, "Let there be," and everything He said manifested, it is gonna work out for your good. He is gonna show up and show out. He is gonna turn things completely around. Why? Because can nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like? But you got to trust him. With all your heart. Folk will get mad at you for trusting God. Well look at reality. No I can't look at reality. Because the Bible tells me. Not to walk by sight. Is everything going to come out your mouth going to be the Bible? Hopefully. Because Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You got to trust him with your whole heart. Don't even choose unless he tells you to choose it. Don't say it's over unless he tells you it's over. Don't even make a step unless he tells you to step a certain way. Why is that? The steps of a good or righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Every step I take, I'm going to let him talk to me. I'm going to let him show me. Yeah, I hear what you said. That I need to go ahead and and make a decision. But I'm just waiting on the one that said ask. And it shall be given. Seek and you will find. Knock. And it will be open. Trust him with all your heart. won't God show up and show out I said won't God show up and show out man everything can look dim and then God will show up in, in a moment of time and everything will become bright You can tell what what, what uh, Mrs. Florence would testify when she when she talking about that. Well, they said no to the job that I just thought I was just gonna slide right in. <laughs> they, they they said no. She didn't let that bother her. She knew it was gonna work out anyhow. That's that trust you have as a child of God. You don't worry about turn downs. <laughs> You don't worry about folk rejecting you. It's still going to work out in your favor. I said it's still going to work out in your favor. Why? God going to make sure things work out for you. He assures us never to allow bad To dictate to our heart that it's done, it's over, it's not going to work in our faith. Oh, We always have hope. And biblically, or according to Romans 8, 24 and following, your hope should be based upon what you don't see. But because that verse says if we hope for what we see not we wait for it we wait in expectation whoo God gonna move for me Ooh, God gonna move for me if, if, if he don't give me this right here whoa, he got something better God gonna move for me You have to trust. You have to have hope. And the trust and the hope that you have. You should never cast away. This reason the Hebrew writer said in Hebrews 10 and 35 and following. Cast not away. Therefore your confidence a trust which has great reward. Said to the Hebrew folk. Y'all got a problem. He said I tell you what y'all problem is. You have need of endurance. That after you have done the will of God. You may receive the promise. And I'm going to tell you why. For he that shall come will come. And he will not tarry. But let me remind y'all who y'all are. You are the just. You are those that do not draw back unto perdition but you believe to the saving of the soul why for faith is the substance of things oh, for the evidence of things not received by it the elders obtain a good testimony He wanted them to know when you trust, when you don't give up your confidence and you stand on your faith or you stand on what you receive from the written and revealed word of God, God will do what he promised. All of the promises of God in him are and to his glory. To his glory. You got living testimonies in here. You got folk in here that can tell you faith works. You got folk in here that can tell you to trust God despite what you see. You ought to stand on your feet, raise your hand, and say, preacher talking about me. If you really mean it, say it with a loud voice, preacher talking about me. I waited patiently on the Lord and he showed up and he showed out. I waited patiently on the Lord on a Sunday, on a Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, on a Friday. I waited patiently on the Lord when I didn't have a job and he still showed up and showed. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Don't ever let anybody have the final say when it comes to your life saving God. Joe white wanted the final say in his life. You need to just curse God and die. Before Job told her what he had to say, I know in his mind he probably would think, you got to be out your mind. You trying to tell me to go against the one that bless me more than anybody? And so he just basically told her, you talk like a foolish person. Let her know you are completely out of the will of God. Why? Psalm 14 and 1. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And so when you understand that you need to trust God, you further need to understand that when it comes to trusting God, you have to be instructed. You, you can't trust God in your way. Well', well Walker, I'm, I'm saved in my own way. I may not believe like you walker, but I got my own way of believing. You ever heard folks try to express it? Your weight is crazy, my brother. You have to be Trust God. If you try to trust Him your own way as soon as a storm rises, you will tuck tail and run. There are specific keys, specific ways that the Bible gives. In reference to how we are to trust God. The reason? Because some of us have said that we were trusting God. But only find out that we were lying. (laughs) Or we were only trusting him. As far as we could see. You have to be taught. You have to be instructed. And you have to be properly. And purposely. Instructed. On how to trust. The Lord. Notice again our primary text, Proverbs 22 and 19. And let let me just deal with instruction for a minute. Notice again what, what he says here. So that your trust may be in who? I have instructed you today. Even If you're going to trust God, you have to be properly and purposely taught. You have to be. You don't need a junior flip, jackleg. A pseudo person trying to tell you how to trust God. God is so unique to where he will give you ways tailored to your situation based upon the scripture how to trust him. Yes, he will. God will will instruct you on how to get something you you don't even have the capacity to get. And you will get it just based upon trusting him. But you have to follow his instructions. And when he instructs you from a legitimate pastor it's going to come in the form of knowledge and understanding. And that's based upon Jeremiah 3 and 15. I'll give you shepherds according to my heart that will feed you with knowledge and understanding. So when God gives you instruction you, you you have to receive it as part of your purpose. God has given me what I need in order to go and possess. What he has ordained for me to have. He going to instruct me. In order to go get the healing that I need. To get the miracle that I need. To get the house that I desire. And I can go on and on and on. God is omniscient. He knows everything about you. And he will tailor stuff. Through instruction. In order for you to. Get or receive everything he has ordained for you to have. So I'm going to go to some scripture that may offend you a little bit. Because they're going to be heavy talking about instruction. And some of them may just show you up. But if you receive, it'll help. Say that to somebody for me. If you receive, it'll help. Receive, it'll help. I'm going to go to four passages, and then I'm going to be done. Y'all all right? Yeah. Well, let's go to Proverbs 1. And when we go, I'm going to be honest with you. because This first that I'm going to give you, I have been there. And some of you are there right now. Proverbs 1 and 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? He's going to give you pastors that are going to give you instructions. Are going to feed you with. And what else? With what? And what? Look at this. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? But. Fools. Despise. Wisdom and instruction. Man, I hope pastor be through preaching in 10 minutes. I got some stuff I got to do today. You can never get to the point to where you hate instruction. Where you hate what God is releasing to make your life better. And when you find yourself in a place not liking what God is giving you or hating it, you are a fool. A fool despises, loathes, or hates instruction. Pastor, think thing. We supposed to do all of them stuff. Well, he broke it down. It's so simple. What's wrong? Man, I, I'm just tired. You're fool. You're a fool. A fool despises instruction. I said a fool despises instruction. Have you ever been a fool? Yes. See, see, you got some folk that, that it's easy for you to identify yourself as a fool because you don't even like to read manuals. got this big manual with the tool that you just bought. Instead of looking at the manual, you trying to look for the own switch and everything else to work the tool, not... not Folk will ignore a manual, something that, that's going to tell them how to properly work something. And lean to their own understanding. And there are some of us in here right now. I heard what pastor said, but I I got a better way to do this. You lean into your own understanding. You got the manual. Why you going to try to do it the way you, you know to do it? Or you think you know to do it? Or the way somebody told you to do it who didn't read the manual? See, I'm going to tell you to do something after I read the manual. I ain't going to try to tell you to do anything without the manual. Even when I say certain things, if it's a reference, I'm going to give you the reference in the manual. There's some brothers in here got got a drill or some other some of the uh, two that they done been having for 10 years but you ask them for the manual and when you get the manual the manual will look brand new you know what they ain't never open it and some of us will listen to folk tell us about certain things about our life and they have never read the manual of life This is the manual of life, and some of us will allow folks to try to tell us the conclusion of our life, and they hadn't even read the manual. What do you call such fools? You call them fools. Man, I ain't gonna read that. You're a fool. Even when I'm up here teaching and preaching, follow follow me, so you can see it in the manual. That way, that way, when folks say your preacher, he just such. No, I preacher follow the manual. When he tells us something, it's based upon the manual. Oh, that mercy. Let's go first. Let's go to Proverbs 4. Oh, that mess. Say to your neighbor, if, if, you may, if you may. you are a Ooh. y'all getting it. Now notice Proverbs four and thirteen. Make firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her. She is your life. She is your life. Brother, every time you use a tool, you, you should think about the instruction every time. You should think about the instruction that you read. When you run up on a problem with your tool, you you look back in that manual and see what's going wrong. Same with the scripture. You need to always have a CD or know where a certain thing is in, in the scripture in order to go to it. So when you run into a problem in life, guess what? You can go to the manual. And the manual will tell you exactly how to deal with the problem. But But if you panic and stay in panic mode, or if you become distraught and stay in that mode, it says that you didn't trust the manual if you get bad news and allow that bad news to to drive your thoughts, words, and deeds, that means you're not applying what the Scripture said or you didn't follow the instructions of the manual. You don't let bad, bad situations drive your thoughts. Paul said, whatever things are lovely are of good report. Think on these things. You you are never to allow your mind to be occupied or controlled by pessimistic or bad thoughts. But if you don't know the manual, or if you don't use the manual, you don't use what you've been instructed to use, you will. I'm kind of leaning toward what I heard on the television about the tie. You don't really need to do that tie thing. I know what pastor said. Why, why is it that pastor said? Why did you not look in the manual? You can't just say pastor said and think that's it. It ain't just the pastor thing. is bigger than the pastor. The tithe thing is God. The creator is the one that instituted it, not the preacher. I didn't even know what tithe meant until I got in the manual. Didn't even know what prophet meant until I got in the manual. Some of us got married and ended up getting divorced time and time again because we didn't get in the And we can go on and on and on things happen when you don't follow instruction based upon the manual for life I have messed myself up time and time again because I didn't follow. Say to your neighbor, you have to follow divine instruction in order to be successful. And, and remember again, our primary text, he, he was instructing the person In order for the person to trust who? God. I'm going to give you instruction so you can trust God. I don't want you to be a fool. You need to trust God. You need to take firm hold of instruction quoted throughout the week. Quote it throughout. Say what? If he simplified it for you, say it throughout the week until it becomes a part of your being, your spirit, your soul, and your body. Y'all okay? Look at it one more time. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let what? Keep her, for she is your what? You can't let go. Will folk try to take it from you? Yeah, but you don't what? Guess who would try to mess you up more than anybody? That's right, self. I wish you had a mirror so you could look at yourself and say, self, you ain't going to mess me up. No more. When it comes to divine instruction. Proverbs 5. Lord have mercy. Well, well, well. Hold on. Proverbs 5 and 23. I'm going to start at 21 for clarity's sake. For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord. And he ponders all his path. His own iniquities entrap the wicked man. And he is caught in the cords of his sin. He shall die. Why? For lack of instruction. He shall Die for what? God even instructs you how to get out of the mess you caused. When you mess up yourself, God got instructions for you to get out of the mess that you got yourself in. Well, I would never get in a mess on my own. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, and it's raining right now. It's raining right now. your And just be honest with him, if it be true, and say, I have messed up myself more than five times. <laughs> Look at that same person and say, have you? <laughs> hey, and, and it ain't a pretty thing, because sometimes it costs you. I say, sometimes it costs you, and we ain't talking about no, not, not money worth about a bag of potato chips and a knee-high drink. Some of y'all don't even know what a knee-high is. That's old. It's back in the 70s. But anyway. A soda, I guess what they would call it nowadays in time. But I have messed myself up, and it costs me Thousands. I said, I have messed myself up and it cost me thousands. Didn't follow God's instructions and, and could have got, got a 5% interest rate and end up getting the 21% interest rate. That's money. That's, that's money right there. Driving a used car, with a new car payment, whoa, Walker! You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I'm just telling you the truth. Have a brand new car for the payment. You 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 pay it on that on that car. Lord have mercy. Look at this one more time. Uh, First clause in verse 23 of Proverbs 5. He shall die for lack of what? He shall die for what? And see, death is not always physical. Death is not always physical. But you could cause certain things to cease in your life. That don't need to cease because you won't follow instruction. A person was going through something in, in their body, and so they came to me. They, as pastor, I'm going through such and such, such such. I said, "Well, let me pray." And so, so they called me back. I said, "Look, this is what you need to do." I told them something real simple, real simple. I said, "Look." Drink you some water and go get you such and such and such and such and just do that and uh everything gonna be all right. And I guess they were just like, Lord, I thought I was gonna get a D word. He was gonna close his eyes and the the sun was gonna grow <laughs> dim and it just and he turned water and go do such and such, such and such. Because sometimes a word that folks want, that word that folks receive is not what they want. It was a boy excited about coming to Jesus. You know, want salvation, want eternal life. And then Jesus told him something real simple, but he didn't want to hear. He said, look, go sell what you, what you got and give it to the poor and then come on back and follow me. He didn't, really, he didn't understand the manual. He thought Jesus was telling him that he, he needed to become poor. Jesus wasn't telling him that. Why would, if Jesus was telling him that. Jesus would have been going against his own word. Remember what Jesus said in John ten ten: The thief comes not before the steal, kill, and destroy. But I am come that you might have. And that. He wasn't telling him that. He wasn't telling him to be become poor. But he knew that the person was Selfish. The person had not been giving, had not been helping people the way he should. And so that's what he was telling them. Look, you need to go and help some folk. And when you help some folk, then you come and follow me. But the the boy was like, no, I I don't want no eternal life. Is that what I got to do? So you see where his priority was. And the things that he possessed instead of the things of God. But anyway, I, I, back to my story. Just had to throw that in so you can you can understand that what, what I told the person, though it was simple, Jesus did likewise. But anyway, I, so the person, I seen the person and I said, look. I said, you you you've been doing what I told you to do. Uh... I knew then when they said that, oh, they ain't been doing it. They ain't been doing what I I told them to do. They ain't been doing what I told them to do. And uh, then they tried to fix it. I did it a few days and just, you know, stuff didn't happen. So, you know, I I tried something that the doctor told me. I said, okay, all right. Situation got worse. See, when you believe the prophet, you're going to prosper. If you tell me something, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you exactly what God give me, but you're going to have to be the one to carry it out. Amen? Amen? A fool, a person will die for lack of instruction. Reject instruction and will end up dying. Certain things will stop happening simply because you didn't follow instruction. Last scripture. Let's go to uh, Proverbs 19. Y'all okay? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Proverbs 19. Twenty seven. Ready? Cease listening to instruction my son or daughter, and you will straight from the words of knowledge. So what, is, so what is the message that he's telling us? You need to always be receptive to divine instruction. If not, you're going to stray. And depending on what path you go down, once you stray, a lot of things could happen. Death. Sickness, disease, poverty, and we go on and on. But but when you stray, that means you're going to be out of the will of God. And we know that the worst place to be is out of his will. But the safest place to be is in his will. So we want to make sure that we receive instruction because instruction has purpose. There's a reason why God gives us instruction. We can and we out. Purpose in one sense equates existence. He wants you to continue to get instruction so your existence will be in line with his will with his will. Cause see because see, just like food, we need a word. I said, just like pork chop, we need a word, right? I'm done. I'm going to stop right there.